Hello, welcome to a beautiful podcast to fall in love, an unofficial Bachelor Nation show from TV Guide. I'm Liam Matthews, and joining me in TV Guide Mansion is my co-host from Ari Season and Bachelor in Paradise. She was eating bugs before it was cool, Jacqueline Trumbull. Hell yeah, I was. Hey guys. <laughs> How you doing, Jacqueline? I'm good. Good? How are you? Oh, not so good. <laughs> this is my... I've, I just want to apologize in advance. I'm sick. So if I sa- if Gross. if I sound bad, that's why I'm sorry. Yeah, this is my f- I've been just cooped up in my apartment for like three days. This is my I'm so sorry first time having a conversation with somebody in like <laughs> several days. So we'll see how this goes. Cool. This was a good episode. It was a good episode. Um. So the show it started. They headed to Singapore. Yeah. And they brought the drama with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taisha got the first one-on-one, uh, and then the group date introduced a truly weird conflict between Demi and Courtney. And then on her one-on-one, Kaylin courageously told Colton about being sexually assaulted. And uh, Demi and Courtney blew up on each other during the cocktail party, and then uh, it blew over when Colton sent Courtney packing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and best of all for the show going forward, it seems like the beauty queen beef has been squashed. Yeah. That is best. That is best. <laughs> I have a question for you. Okay, shoot. How do you think Colton did this week? He did fine. He kind of bled to the background for me. Hmm. This was definitely much more about the women. I thought he handled Kaylin's story pretty well. Mm-hmm. That's my only comment about him this week. Hmm. I mean, what did you think? It was interesting. He did some things very well yeah. and other things not as well, right? You were saying that there there was um, something that he with Demi that you didn't like. I did not like... Her, I did not like the interaction between the two of them when she talked about her mother. Yeah. I thought it was very much contrasted with Kaylin's story where he responded. A lot of this is time, the mm-hmm. amount of time that they had. but And a lot of this could be editing. So I don't know what actually went down. But with Kaylin, he responded by listening, mm-hmm. giving her a hug, telling her he could not imagine how she felt, but attempting to relate as best he could while knowing that you know his attempts to relate would be insufficient Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i think he gave her the floor and he sat with his discomfort which was great i think with demi it's not necessarily that he reacted poorly but the way that that interaction was set up i've always been uncomfortable with the show capitalizing on trauma and that's exactly what happened here with and and i I felt a little bit of that resistance with kaylin's story too i really i hoped that she was not feeling you know, pressured to expose this because of because that's what you're supposed to do on the show. But I think she she has talked about this before on her platform. Um, Demi, it was very much like, okay, I'm going to tell him this thing during 10 minutes and I'm going to be rewarded with a makeout session and Colton saying some platitude and then he's going to think that I'm a stronger person and now I'll get a rose. It's very much transactional for me. And, and it was a really real thing to talk about. And I think she tried to, but I don't know... I don't know why she was prompted to do it at that time. Maybe she just felt like it was really imperative that she she needed to get the full picture out to him. Maybe she didn't think she would have time on like a one-on-one. Yeah. I don't know, but it just his response was to make out with her and be like, "Yo, you're so strong. I'm so glad I got to see this real side of you." Which is like, what if you what if you asked her questions? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, like really let this be a deep moment where you understood something a lot more about her than, "Okay, there's here's a factoid." I'll do my due diligence, make out with you, give you a rose, and then that's it. Yeah. I don't know. I thought, thoughts? I mean, maybe he just he just knew he had so little going with Demi that he was just like, I can't get into this right now. Yeah. But or maybe it was cut out yeah. and edited. Maybe it I was. I don't know. I was distracted 
during that conversation by um, him being so sweaty that his mic <laughs> cut out. His mic started breaking. It was like very crackly. Um, oh. He got sweat in his Why mic. were they so sweaty? She was, it was sweaty. They were in Singapore. They were really, really hot. I guess it was, hot. And I guess it was, it was outdoors? an unair-conditioned un- un- room or mm-hmm. they were outdoors or something. Right. I think probably she was like, oh, I'm not going to get a one-on-one. I have to talk about this now. And I guess it had just happened, right? It had happened that day or that week or something. And um, That is something you ask them about, though. Do you yeah. miss your mother? Are you okay being here <laughs> when your mother has just gotten out of prison? Yeah. Like, how, do you, how are you feeling today? Yeah. Do, like, right. Even just like, right, just like a thing to do, right? Yeah. Have yeah. a conversation. If you're going to give her a rose, meaning she'll be here for another week, maybe ask her, are you okay with being here another week? Yeah, right. Do you want to see your mother? Do you want to call your mother? Yeah. You know, anything. Yeah. But. I hope they let her call her. Anyway, he was, but <laughs> but he, he handled the Kalen stuff well, I thought. Yeah. I was a little, I got to admit, I was, while I was watching it, I was a little distracted because I was writing. The Kalen story? Yeah. I was, yeah. I was writing like my recap for the episode. So yeah. I kind of missed like some of the details at first. And I just kind of like, I don't know about this. He's talking about his virginity again, but then I, I know I had the same I had the same reaction. Sorry, go ahead. But then, um, looking back over it, I was like, "Oh no, he actually he was he was trying to relate to her as best as he could when he was saying that." Yeah, he might have been saying something really interesting and moving there too. Yeah, and I don't know if it got cut out or if he just decided this is not my time to speak. It, yeah, that it was that, and it also it's not entirely his story. That's the other yeah. thing. It's because it, it, he's talking about Allie Raisman, the, the the gymnast. Oh, was he? Yeah. Wow. He hasn't talked to her about her at all, and he didn't name her. And uh, has she been out with her sexual assault? She's yes. This is, okay. She good. she she testified against Larry Nasser from USA Gymnastics. He was you know there was, he was the, the doctor. Yeah, he was the doctor. Oh who was, wow. Yeah. Okay. So he was he was talking that's who he was talking about. Yeah. And uh but he didn't he didn't want to get too deep into that cuz that's not his story. I mean it affected him but it's not his story. Yeah. It was but mostly he just listened which mm-hmm. I think is the that's that's the right thing, you know, for Yeah. to do in that. And he also, you know, he either before he he shared on Twitter a link f- to an article from Rain of tips of how to r- respond with kindness and empathy when somebody shares that they've been assaulted with you. I mean, it was really interesting to me when she said that it's uh, it's a fraught topic when she brings it up with men because they'll clam up or shut down. And yeah. that, you know, I'm sure this isn't just men, women too. It's it's hard to hear that story and feel helpless and, and know, wow, this person has experienced unbelievable pain. I haven't. What can I do? What can I say in this moment? And, you know, you end up with this pregnant silence which I think is extremely uncomfortable for people. And that I, I think that what you have to do is just learn to sit with that yeah. and, and accept that that helplessness and, and that fear. And I think that he did a good job with that. But it's it's hard to, yeah, of course it's hard to know what to say. Yeah. How can you possibly make somebody feel better? And the thing is, is you don't need to make them feel better. Right. They've already done that work for themselves. Yeah. So. so we'll talk more about Kaylin in a little bit. But my next question for you, mm. changing gears a little bit, is are you jealous that they got to go to Singapore in week four when you didn't even get to leave California. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Lake Tahoe, though, in week four, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, the, oh, you're right. That's in California. Because <laughs> it's on the Californian <laughs> border, right? Yeah. I will temper that statement by saying, I mean, the travel is 
it's cool, but most of the time you're staring longingly out the window at this place <laughs> that you're not allowed to access. That's such a good wow, right? Yeah. You're only you only really get to leave during the date, right? Yeah. What's really cool about the bachelor travel is that when you are let out of the hotel, you're usually doing something really cool. Mm. I had I had been to every single place internationally on my season that they went on my show, and I kind of preferred that because I didn't feel like I was missing out on mm-hmm. the one time that I would be this place, but I did get to experience like the like the coolest. Yeah. I mean, going to Maxime's for me was huge. If I had gone to Moulin Rouge, that would have been unbelievable. Um, so yeah, so I'll, so that was amazing. It would have been hard in Singapore to know. Like I've never been to Singapore. Yeah. I don't it know made me Oliver. really want to go to Singapore. I was like, this I, seems, yeah, I really want to go. This seems dope. Yeah, they did kind of the 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 usual move where they had them eat. I know, but that Claire uh, that Fallon was... had an amazing tweet about this. <laughs> She's like, "Are we doing that thing again where we prove like blonde girls metal by having them eat <laughs> the strange <laughs> foods of, of like other cultures? A fish eye, ooh." <laughs> I know. No, but it, yeah, it was just like eat a pig foot. Yeah. Everyone like everyone eats pig feet. It's not a big deal. But yeah. you drank pee. Come yeah, on, that was really something. No, I know. That was progressive. <laughs> right? What is it? You drank pee. I drank, yeah, drank pee. Almost drank pee. I did taste it though. Uh, ate worms. It was purified pee. <laughs> worms and bugs. And bugs, yeah. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, would you date... Your past life brother. You know, it's a little weird because my actual brother's listening to this, but uh, yeah. No, your past life brother. No, I know. Well, no, I wouldn't date my actual brother. (laughs) (laughs) Charlie, I would not date. (laughs) Yeah, past life brother. Yeah. Sure. That probably means we're like, we have some great soul connection. That's, yeah. That's what I, it is kind of a weird thing to just have somebody say to you on the street. I know. But. um, It's also freaky because. You know, when you're on that show, it's like the time on Ben Higgins season where they did the smelling the armpits thing. And he told that one girl that she smelled sour and you could just tell she's like, I'm hosed. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm eliminated already. And this girl's like, F- this guy's giving Colton any excuse to dump me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh, I can't do that. I can't do past life incest. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Right. I liked when Colton was like, and I really believe in that stuff too. <laughs> that was see, okay. So I, I, he and Cassie, I think have like they have the best connection of the, that we've seen on the show. I think that was kind of demonstrated in that scene uh-huh. where he he can joke around with her. Yeah. He doesn't joke around with anybody else. That's true. He had fun, kind he of. He had fun. <laughs> so I think that spells very well for Cassie's chances going very far. I mean, it was kind of, it's always been clear that she was, but this was really like solidified it. Yeah, I wonder um, when we'll see them take off. Yeah. It's interesting that he hasn't gone on one-on-ones with any of the women. Kalen. Oh, until Ka- Kalen was the first one. That he likes? Yeah. But like he hasn't, he hasn't gone with. Um, Hannah G. Hannah G or Cassie or uh, Katie. And oh, yeah. K- Kalen was the first. Um, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, I was surprised that Tasha got this date. Yeah. I'm glad Although, she did because I liked I liked her vibe. Yeah, and it kind of <laughs> turns out he actually likes Tasha too. We yeah. did just we hadn't seen that. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about Tasha later. Okay. But uh, yeah, but Cassie in particular, and and he she had the a dress with a very high slit, and he had his hand oh, on her thigh. Colton. And somebody somebody tweeted like uh, Colton's hand placement is goals. Everything is goals now. <laughs> Okay, 
So past life brother, yeah, maybe. Would I date my past life sister? Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? It's probably, we have enough things that we rule people out for, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cross this off. Yeah. <laughs> I would date a past life cockroach. I would date a past yeah, life right. dog. Right? Well, it means they lived a really good cockroach life. Yeah, Very exactly. Moral. Before we move on, I just wanted to say that we are going to do a Instagram Q&A. And we're going to do some mailbag questions on the podcast as well. So follow TV Guide on Twitter and Instagram and send us your questions. Jacqueline's going to answer some questions. I guess they could send them to you if they, if they <laughs> trum, at Trumbolina. Um, we'll compile those. You can send them to me too, but I mean, I'm not as, I'm not as cool. Um, <laughs> That's true. L-I-A-M-A-A-T-H-E-W-S on Twitter. Send them to me. Send them to TV Guide. Send them to Jacqueline. We want them. All right, we're going to take a break. Back after this. Jacqueline, welcome back. Oh, thank you. Uh, so let's talk some more about Kaylin. Okay. About Kaylin herself and Kaylin on the show. Before the show last night, Colton tweeted, there are moments that are bigger than the show itself. Tonight's episode has one of those moments, which I think was a good way uh, to put it. Mm-hmm. I thought Kaylin, you know, opening up about this this horrible, horrible um Sexual assault um, was one of the best things I've seen on the show in terms of how it was, you know, like dealing with a with serious subject matter, handling it responsibly. Yeah. Before we get it, I don't want to talk in like details about what she said or anything. It might be you right. know triggering to people, but just in terms of the in terms of how it, how she talked about it and how it was how it was presented on the show, I thought it was. Um, I mean, it was obviously really moving. But it was also like just really, just handled handled really really well. Um, what did you What did you think? Yeah, I mean, they gave her the floor. She was in full control of that narrative, and um, it sounds like this is something she's opened up about before. Um, it takes so much courage to, as she said, as she says, open up, you know, with every like serious partner about this or everybody that she dates. Um, apparently, this has really been you know woven to her life and she she has to talk about it to explain why she can't you know be intimate with the same speed or the same ease or same safety as other women um so i really really feel for her that she has to have that conversation over and over again but it was really really brave and um really grateful that she did open up about this on tv because i think that it will have a seriously positive effect yeah for other women yeah, that's kind of that's that's kind of what I took away too. Just that it's <clears throat> to have right to have this conversation and to have somebody talk about this so frankly yeah. on a show like The Bachelor is so you know so powerful. I think it can really you know it does good things for you know for the culture at large to have this kind of conversation. Yeah, I mean it certainly helps remove stigma. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it helps remove stigma and just to, right to just to show somebody. Or just to, sh- I mean, to show two people, you know, just sort of having having a real conversation about this, like not shying away from it. Like she was totally, you know, totally clear about how it has affected her, mm-hmm. which is very, you know, that's that's a hard thing to talk about. You know, I think a lot of people, you know, they'll just kind of, you know, the instinct is just kind of not put that on somebody to just kind of say, like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, to- you can tell that she's. She's gotten used to making other people feel more comfortable with the story by concluding it with a message of strength. 
um, and that it has built her character, which I'm sure it has. Um, it, it made me not sad necessarily, but it just spoke to this idea that whenever we talk about trauma, I think we feel this need to give it a resolution mm-hmm. that is positive. And sometimes these things don't necessarily have positive resolutions. So yeah, that's um, true. Yeah. And I, and I think that that is a lot of times for the benefit of the listener. Mm-hmm. And so I hope as listeners, we can become more comfortable just sitting with things that are painful mm-hmm. because they happen. And Maybe I, we can't do that on The Bachelor. Either. Yeah, we can't do that. on. The <laughs> but no, but you're right. I mean, just but especially in terms of like how the show has handled stuff like this in the past, like The Bachelor in Paradise thing, which was handled so poorly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I mean, that's obviously a very different situation. Yeah, but just the show is generally not, <laughs> not, not particularly socially responsible. But this one, right? So this time they're like, "We're gonna let Kaylin take this we're for just the gonna entire let, franchise. We're just gonna let Kaylin. <laughs> we're just gonna let Kaylin carry this because she yeah. can handle it. Kaylin is going to be the Bachelorette. I hope so. I think it's. I think it's still too early to call. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, sort of sadly, but I, I mean, I think it'll depend on on Bachelorette's always chosen by the last two episodes. Last two episodes. Generally, yeah. Okay. So. But even even sometimes it's like the fourth person. Well, sometimes the fourth person goes to the last two. I'm just saying it's yeah. usually about a it's it's usually about the interaction between the bachelor and the contestant. Mm-hmm. You know, like did she get her heart broken? How was that? I think that she will very likely be the bachelorette. Um but I also sadly think that the audience has the memory of a goldfish and yeah. they care most about the things that happen most recently so but i i mean they have a very strong they have a very very strong connection and so i'm sure that there is definitely more to this story yeah and i mean we're all on kaylin's side now you know we're with regards to what with regards to like we care about her yeah i don't know if you meant between like her and hannah but yeah no no just in terms of in terms of uh we're i mean we will we will remember her yeah and we care about her, and we respect her. Yeah, I mean, because what she did was incredibly courageous. You know, just to she's to, incredibly elegant. Yeah, she's just gracious. Yeah, she just she demonstrates maturity at every turn. So. Yeah, I mean, millions of people saw this. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. So shout out to Kaylin. <laughs> um, and the other thing that happened with Kaylin this episode. Mm-hmm was um, the beauty queen drama yeah. between Kaylin and Hannah B seems to have resolved itself. Oh, thank God, because I just could not stop thinking about that drama all week, you know? I mean, yeah. it made it hard to sleep. Just <laughs> <laughs> thinking about it constantly. How will this be resolved? How will this be resolved? What is the secret between them? It's like Israel and Palestine. <laughs> know. Uh, no, but they finally, they finally talked it out. And agreed that they don't have to be friends, but they don't have to be enemies either. It's funny how easy it was to solve it was this so non-existent easy. drama. They could have just done it night one. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I did like how Hannah B, whatever, I don't have a problem with her. She's funny. She's probably a great person. She's going to be fine now. That Now we're... Yeah. But th- right, that was kind of the thing is that she she got this edit because... Of Caitlin. Because of Caitlin. Yeah, but also she was like, I never wanted this to be a thing. And I was like, but Hannah... You brought it up first, yeah. right? I mean, you she went to Colton and yeah. unnecessarily, wow, yeah. But anyways, it's over. I love I love that it had a twist happy ending, right? Where it seemed like it seemed like they were setting it up for this was going to go to a 2 on 1. Uh-huh. But then uh now it doesn't have to. You know, they kind of yeah. went went aside and kind of talked it out and uh 
And that seems like that seems like it's it. But do you think that's really the end between them? I don't know. Probably. I think it is. Right. Yeah. I because after after hearing Kaylin, they're not gonna. Yeah. They're not. It's not. They're gonna, not gonna make her a petty character. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Although Vulture did an investigation into uh, the Kaylin Hannah Miss USA drama, mm. and uh, they didn't really conclusively prove anything but they didn't find a smoking gun about what what <laughs> happened but uh you know it's a little more complicated than the show has made it out to be where where it's just hannah okay um uh-oh you know kaylin kaylin had played her own role in it but it's basically just people not getting along like it's not really like uh like they didn't really nobody did anything to anyone else they just you know personality clash that sounds stupid <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, let's talk about our favorite person. Demi! Demi, not Lovato. People are mad at me on Twitter. What did you say? I said that Demi isn't immature, and then I listed all the reasons why she's awesome. <laughs> and what are the reasons? She's assertive. Mm-hmm. She doesn't back down from her point. She does not. Uh, she goes after what she wants. She does. She actually communicates with exceptional clarity. <laughs> yeah. She actually, yeah, she does. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, she's a little immature. <laughs> I just love Demi. Yeah. She, I mean, I loved when Courtney came back and said, who thinks I'm a cancer? And Demi just <laughs> shot her hand yeah. right up, like owning it. Like, yeah, I said it. Yeah. I said it, which it was, a, that's a horrible thing to say about someone, that they're a cancer. It was extreme. <laughs> <laughs> what I really liked, what I really liked about Demi yeah. this episode was we were totally on her side. Like she was in the right in this conflict with Courtney. Yeah. Courtney was just, I don't know where she was coming from, but we were on her side. Yeah. And then she goes way over the top, <laughs> takes it too far, calling her the cancer of the house. <laughs> It's like, Demi, we were with you, but we can't co-sign that one. <laughs> <laughs> we can't co-sign it, but I'm still glad that she said it. Oh, it's and great that she said it. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Great that she owned it. And then she slayed two dragons in one night. It was, that was amazing. Both of her nemeses are gone. We'll talk about that later, but um, what was going on with Courtney, do you think? I, I mean, this is the thing about, this is why I said that Demi's not immature, <laughs> even though she kind of is. These other women who are getting so bothered by her and so threatened by, by her are demonstrating much greater immaturity mm-hmm. than Demi is, who's just like, look, I am here for a single purpose, to get airtime, and I will do anything to protect that purpose. <laughs> I'm not, like, I'm not messing around. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not going to lie to you. She's not here to make friends. She's not here to make friends. She's, yeah. She's here to make an audience. Yeah. I, there's no, re- and she was also, she was right. Like, if you sit around waiting all night you're not going to get time. Yeah. You have to either cozy up to the producers and bother them or you have to go and butt in with mm-hmm. somebody else. Like that's always how it's worked. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and Demi didn't do anything terrible. I also liked how I was kind of like, Demi, why are you going to go talk shit about Courtney now? But then Courtney marched right up with the intention to talk shit about her with her only minutes that she right. got with Colton. It was so stupid. Right. And Demi beat her to it. That was right. the thing. Yeah. Was that it's Like, I know was, how this game is played. Right. She was so, Courtney was so mad yeah. about Demi going twice. When Demi had been encouraging her to go, right. like, they, 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 if you go look at the replay, Demi was like, go talk to him. Right. But it just, yeah, it was, it seemed, yeah, that was like kind of a weird forced drama. Uh-huh. But 
even if it was forced, it was still satisfying because <laughs> it had a great blow up. It's much more satisfying than the than the Hannah Kalen drama yeah. because this was just it didn't make any sense. <laughs> it involved Demi. Yeah. It involved Demi just poking this other girl, you know. And she was, po- I mean, she was being real condescending and not very nice, Courtney. Courtney to yeah. Demi? I know. Yeah. Demi's like, you insinuated that I have no class and yeah. you questioned my age. That was a great, I love I love her in confrontation yeah. mode. She's amazing. Yeah. Not immature at Right, all. they're the same age. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and I just loved everybody's reactions while that was going on, like, Kerpa like laughing yeah. <laughs> and Hannah G just being like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> just sitting there, just sitting there so uncomfortable that people are like yelling at each other uh-huh. right in front of, but it was, it was great. It was great. It was great. Demi, it was great this episode. And it seems like, it does seem like the other women like her. Like she is not in, I know. She's not truly a villain in that she's like, well, and I don't know how she's going to be a villain going forward. I mean, what's, right. Maybe this is when Colton finally has connections with the women. Can I just talk about the Hannah G thing for a second? Yeah. I hate every single one of their interactions. <laughs> the first impression, Rose, is always brought up. First, This is like the 10th time. And the second thing is that he's always like, I don't quite understand why I like you so much. But I just, <laughs> <laughs> I know how I feel when I'm around you. Yeah. Which She's he hot. He has a boner. Yes. Yeah. And then they just, and then they like voraciously made out. Yes. Which was weird to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was in the bed. They're laying down. Usually when they make out, they're sitting or standing. Right. You don't really see them laying down. That's weird. Which is a more intimate make out. Right. That happens at the fantasy suite. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was intense. It was. It's just clear that they are attracted to each other or rather yeah. he's attracted to her. We don't know about her feelings. Yeah. And that's. That's it. Yeah. She seems, yeah, she said she has a hard time opening up. Ugh. Take a shot every time that's said on the show. <laughs> but no shit, it's hard to open up on the show. You have like five minutes to talk to the poor yeah, guy. Right. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. Okay. We're going to talk about Taisha when we come back. Cool. Okay, we're back. We're, we're back. talking about Taisha. Mm-hmm. They had a nice date. They did have a nice date. I like Taisha. Yeah. We hadn't seen Taisha, but she seems nice. Yeah. I feel kind of bad because her date was so overshadowed. Yeah, there was a lot. But this, I mean, that just goes to show, like, what a good episode this was. Like, a very solid one-on-one date that wasn't, usually when one-on, often, or very often when one-on-one dates go well, they're, like, kind of boring. But this, it wasn't boring. It was, like. No, yeah. And I liked Colton in this date, too. Yeah. Mostly because of one line that he said. What did he say? Which was that, I can't can't be the judge of someone else's happiness. It's just true. true, And nobody realizes that in everyday life. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you tell me that. Getting an adrenaline date means he likes you? No. No. <laughs> Someone else. Somebody else told me that. Yeah. Who? <laughs> but I think, because I think it does track. Yeah? Because I, I remember that um, Rachel and Brian went on a bungee jumping date as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. I think it was some, like, they want to see, you know, they want to see you, they, or the, the, the lead wants to see somebody they like in a... Uh, Sort of like a pressure situation. Yeah. That's what the adrenaline. I don't think we had any adrenaline dates on my season. I don't think like that, no. Yeah, no, we didn't. It. I mean, if you have a one-on-one date, it usually means you're going kind of far. So it's always kind of hard to judge. Yeah. But I I think this is completely producer-driven. Yeah. So. It was good. I mean, it was good. Tasha seemed, she seemed nice. I thought it was funny that they went separately. In past seasons. Oh, yeah, they have gone together. They've gone together. 
it's a little bit more romantic to people <laughs> screaming in each other's yeah. face for 30 seconds. Yeah. I would have hated that date. Oh, me too. Yeah. Dude, I it, hate that kind of stuff. When she went down and then she flipped upside down, it looked like her neck was going to snap. Yeah, she, I think you're supposed to dive and she jumped, jumped yeah. feet first. And so she snapped. It was it was scary. I also liked when he said, you know, I never got to do this kind of thing before because I, I couldn't do things that could injure me or hurt me. And so now I'm going to wait to The Bachelor when some other chick is forced to go with me <laughs> and injure herself. Right. Well, this is probably safer i mean they like i mean it's definitely safer than played in the nfl i know that's kind of funny yeah <laughs> this is not going to give you you can probably CTE. get pretty bad whipl- whiplash though or hurt yeah your back. i mean if you do it if you do it wrong like Tasha did yeah. yeah but i think it's the kind of thing like where they you know you're you're strapped in you got you know they did got safety precautions you're probably okay right yeah. skydiving i think is very safe right? i think that these dates are good because Whenever you have a significant first with somebody, also, I think it is like a known phenomenon that if you go through a roller coaster of emotions, you will remember it better and more positively. It's like the same concept of Burning Man, like the climate's trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. It's hot one second, freezing the next, you're uncomfortable, and then you're ecstatic, like all these things. And so that it's sort of the the theme of the entire show. They're constantly in pain. They're either in rapture or in pain. Yeah. And then they remember the, ex- we remember the experience yeah. really fondly and well. And it's the same thing with skydiving. I mean, they go through like the terror and then they somehow put trust in each other as if that has any effect on their experience. And then they go through it and then they come out the other end and they're like, I never thought I was capable of that. And we did it together. And so it creates a bond, I suppose. Um, but it also means that your entire date is spent, you know, hopping up and down and going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, I can't do this. No, yes, you can. No, no, I can't. And yeah. then you jump off something and then you go to dinner. I mean, that sounds – the going to dinner part is the best. They yeah. also made out in the ocean. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. So as we mentioned before, yeah. Demi's two nemeses, Tracy and Courtney, were eliminated. Mm-hmm. And the – Kaylin and Hannah trauma seems to be behind us. Mm-hmm. So who do you think is going to get a two-on-one? There has to be a two-on-one, doesn't there? Uh, yeah. I mean, either either new drama will crop up or it'll be two people that he doesn't really like that much and he'll send them both mm. home or something like that. That's happened before. Yeah. If there isn't drama like that. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they do it. I mean, he. yeah, I've seen... I think maybe Nick did one where he eliminated both. No, people? he Nick oh, no. did Corinne and Taylor and sent Taylor home. But didn't he? I think he he had two two on one. Oh, did he? Yeah, but yeah. Was, so that'll was... often happen. If there's two people he's kind of about, then he'll just yeah. like they'll take him on a two on one and just yeah. get rid of both. It's kind of like crap TV though. When they're when they're not when yeah, they don't have you're conflict. not rooting for either of them yeah. and yeah yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I wonder if it'll be Demi and Hannah B. Just in terms of because those are characters that we know. And they, they're friends. We saw that they're friends, but they both, you know, when they are put in this, you know, pressure situation, they might, they might react erratically. Yeah. I could see Demi on a two-on-one. I could see, I guess I could see Nicole on a two-on-one. Just because she has a big personality, you know? And we're, we're getting a lot of, we're getting enough of her to really know who she is. Mm-hmm. But I'm not seeing much bet- of their connection. Yeah. I'm not sure I get yeah, right. it. And so they're saving her for something, yeah. I assume. So maybe Demi and Nicole on maybe. a two-on-one. All right, we're going to ve- take a very quick trip to Influencer Island mm-hmm. because Instagram went down while I was compiling this. 
on Monday. So I think that might be a sign that we don't have to do this anymore because I know you don't like it, but I like it. As of, as of this week, everyone who has left is over 10K. That's a big, that's a big milestone is to get the K, right? Yeah. Do you have to have 10,000 followers to start gaining significant numbers of followers? I have no idea. Because it seems like everyone who, who didn't have, like there, were, there are a number of, of women who went up very, very, in like very, very small increments. If we imagine Influencer Island to be an actual island, you're walking around hunting for food and I'm reading over there by a tree. <laughs> Not participating. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't. I honestly, I I don't actually know how Instagram works. I mean, at 10k, I think that's, yeah, you're probably being suggested to more mm-hmm. people or something. But I I really don't. I, I'm not particularly helpful here. We don't know the algorithms. Yeah. Well, Catherine got eliminated last week and gained forty thousand followers. Yeah, she has a nuts amount of followers. Which is wild. I don't know what is going on. Uh, I don't know. With Catherine, Catherine, email me. <laughs> Maybe we'll uh, <laughs> bring you on as a consultant or something. Anyway, please follow TV Guide on Twitter and Instagram. Send us mailbag questions. We we want your questions. Anything is on the table. Anything. Yeah. No, not anything. <laughs> but Jacqueline's pretty open. I am. I'm very open. Um, My answers and questions you don't want me to answer. <laughs> <laughs> what does Liam smell like? <laughs> yeah. Today he smells like disease. <laughs> All right. Until next week. I'm Liam Matthews. That was a weird thing to end on. (laughs) I'm Jacqueline Trumbull. This has been a beautiful podcast to fall in love. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We'll see you next week. Hey, thanks for listening to this TV Guide podcast. Check us out at tvguide.com for the latest news, recommendations, and stories fans truly want. And if you're loving this content, follow us on social media at TV Guide and subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TV Guide.